Before we get started with this bonus uh, tornado edition of the Weekly Wealth Podcast with Jessica Owens, I'd like to ask you to take, please, just a quick second and subscribe to this podcast on the platform that you're listening. This helps us greatly to improve our search engine optimization and to get more listeners, and we hope you enjoy. This is the Weekly Wealth Podcast with certified financial planner, David Chuddick where we discuss the wealth building mindsets and tactics that can help you to build and maintain wealth for you, your family, and your business. Welcome to this extra bonus episode of the Weekly Wealth Podcast. As many of you know, we are in the upstate of South Carolina, and we had a fairly major tornado um, in Seneca this week. And Jessica handles most of the risk management for our organization, and she's dealt with a lot of phone calls and helped a lot of clients who had some major damage. So before we get into our insurance talk, uh, we want for, uh, we'd love to hear Jessica, hear a little bit about her insurance career and, and maybe about some kiddos that she has running around her house. So Jessica, tell us a little bit about yourself. Thanks, David. Uh, I'm, I'm glad to be here. I, uh, I switched my career focus to insurance about four years ago. I realize that insurance is about protecting more than just your property. It's also about protecting your family. And so me selling insurance is my way of helping my community protect what they love. I do. I have, I've got three crazy kids that definitely keep me on my toes. So I personally know how important having insurance is. Sure. And, and really what insurance does is it protects your money and, and my money. So, um, and that ultimately protects your kids. Um, so you took a lot of phone calls this week of, you know, Hey, my roof is damaged. And I think we actually may have had some homes that were totally destroyed. So talk to me just kind of generically when somebody has a loss, what are their duties, um, as an insured, what do they have to do? Uh, they definitely want to uh, make reasonable and necessary repairs to protect your property, to keep from having any more losses. Take pictures. Don't worry about uh, waiting to fix anything. Go ahead and fix it. Protect your property. Protect your home. What you've got left of it, but definitely I, take pictures. Sure. And as you drive through some of the the horrible streets in Seneca that had damage, you see blue tarps everywhere. So um, that's where people have uh, um, mitigated the damage, and they did the best they could to prevent further damage. And you know, you can uh, you can only do what you can do. So when when somebody, what has your process been for when somebody called in and said, you know what, I do have this damage to my house. Are you going out there and are you calculating how much it's going to cost to replace their roof or who does that and how does that whole process work? So it's actually the claims adjusters that go out and assess the properties and the damage. Me and my role, I, I can help filing the claim. I can help calling the claim center and getting the process started to get them in touch with an adjuster. Yeah. And there's actually an entirely different license required. Uh, insurance adjusters have adjuster's licenses and, and that helps them to really determine if a loss is covered and the amount of the loss and, and, um, in the case of the tornadoes, I think it's all cut and dry, but there are times where claims uh, causes might be slightly, um, you know, in a gray area and, and, they, and they may, may not be covered. 
So, um, so yeah. And, uh, so tell me a little bit about, I'm sure people ask all the time, Hey, you know, my rates going to go up. Are you going to cancel me? Or, um, the best one that I've always thought was kind of funny is when people ask, do claims adjusters get bonuses for not paying out claims, which we all know that they don't. But, um, how do you, uh, you know, if I said, Hey, you know, I have a, a, a major roof damage. Are my rates going to go up? what's your kind of generic answer to that question? Well, that's really a complicated question. Um, typically in a catastrophic situation, claims don't really affect the premiums at renewal. Um, but in other cases, your claims can cause premium increases, uh, especially in cases of auto insurance. If you have uh, several smaller claims, that makes things a little bit more difficult to maybe move to a new insurance company. Um, but some do have claims forgiveness feature, which is a really good one to have. Okay. Yeah. So, I, and I think that's, there, there's been a huge movement lately with the COVID virus to support local businesses. And I think one of the major uh, takeaways here is having a good local agent who can answer your specific questions for your specific policy is certain, certainly a really, really good thing. So, um, Let's say somebody has a home and they have, um, I don't know, maybe they, they left the water on uh, last year and, and their, their bathroom flooded and it did $20,000 worth of damage because water does a, a lot of damage. And then six months ago, they had a small kitchen fire. And then uh, last week, they had a, um, uh, a theft break in and then they have the tornado is it possible that a home insurance company might send them a letter prior to their renewal and say, hey, due to excessive claims, we're not renewing your policy? Uh, yeah, unfortunately, that is a very good possibility. Having excessive claims can cause an insurance company to look at your policies and decide to non-renew. Sure. Well, and I think what it comes down to is that um, there's, you know, uh, any a claim can happen at any one time, but if somebody's having several claims over a few years, there's probably a few different precautions that um, that they are not taking. Um, so, after a claim is probably not the time that you want to understand what your coverages are, and probably before the claim would be a better time. So, in your time as an insurance agent, I mean, what are some of the things that you have found that people don't understand about insurance? There's a lot of lingo, a lot of jargon, um, but um, you know, I, I, I do feel like most people don't understand property and casualty insurance. So, what are some things that people don't typically understand? Uh, most of the time, I've realized people don't understand the what they're calling full coverage. I mean, we don't really like that term in our office because there's no such thing as full coverage, but they, there's a difference between having that extra coverage versus just having liability. And a lot of people don't realize what liability includes. And then a lot don't understand the word deductible. So what is a deductible? And, you know, I've even had people ask me, do they give me their deductible? And I've always told them, you don't have to, but you can, and they've never given it to me. But, but what is a deductible? And, and when might you, um, uh, when, when might a client be happy that they have a higher deductible? And when might they be unhappy that they have a higher deductible? Because I think when you're paying your premium, obviously your premium is lower when you have a higher deductible. So you're paying the company less money, but then 
um, later on, uh, if there is a claim, obviously they're they're coming coming uh, coming out of pocket. So, what are the some of the common deductible amounts for home insurance? Well, generally, we you got the two hundred and fifty dollars, you have the five hundred dollars and the thousand dollar deductible, and then once you get onto your, that's generally the auto. Once you get to the home policies, you can get up to twenty five hundred dollar deductible, and like you said, the higher the deductible, the lower the premium. So at that point, it's about what you can afford now, um, but you really need to focus on what you think you're going to be able to, to afford later if you do have a claim. And if you have that $2,500 deductible, but you have $500 worth of damage, it's kind of a give and take there. Mm -hmm. Sure. No, that's, that's true. Have you seen anybody... Uh, through the claims that you've dealt with in the last uh, week or so that had um, maybe higher deductibles and they didn't quite understand what they meant and now they're not really thrilled with the fact that they have, they're have they a little bit more out of pocket than they would like? Yeah, I have had an experience with that here in the last week and that's that's a really hard thing for me to have to explain to somebody is that your deductible is $2,500. And I know at the time you were wanting to keep your premium low, but now you've got a $1,500 loss. It's not going to be covered. I mean, you're going to have to pay that out of pocket. So, I mean, you kind of, you don't really come out on the losing end of that, but you really need to think about your deductibles and what you're wanting to pay now versus what you're looking at paying if you do have a loss. Yeah, yeah, and I think probably one of the better things to do is 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 have an insurance review every year or two just to have a refresher on what coverages you have, what amount that you have at risk because you know, it may have been that that person when they took their policy out, they had a big old emergency fund in the bank. And of course, we all never think that a tornado is coming. And then when the tornado comes and maybe they didn't have as much of an emergency fund, now it's a, um, now it's a harder hit. So there are some apartment buildings also kind of right in the path of the tornado. And if, if, um, if the people renting, and unfortunately, they look like lower income apartments, um, if people renting those did not have tenants insurance and now this building is unlivable, what happens? I mean, do they have it? Or, or on the other side, if they do have a 10 or 12 or $15 a month tenants policy, will their insurance pay for them to, li to live somewhere since the building is, is uninhabitable? Most of those insurance policies have what's called additional living expense, which really comes in handy at a time like this. Um, it's, it's a section that makes part of if where you're living is not fit to live in, then your insurance will cover any necessary increase in living expenses so that you your household can maintain its normal standard of living. Yeah, and I think that would that would cover everything from paying for another apartment or rental house to even some additional expenses, like if you had to use a laundromat that you don't normally have to use or, or things like that. So those are really, really important coverages when you're thinking about when a disaster happens. So, and I think, you know, a good insurance agent, their job is to prevent people from having major, major financial losses when something happens. So, um, 
that is a basic coverage or overview of just what to do in a claim and some of the major coverages on homeowners and tenants insurance. And we're going to do another episode about uh, the ins and outs of auto insurance uh, an, an, another day and, and cover some other types of insurance. But what offer did you want to make out there to the first 10 people that uh, contact you um, for, uh, for some insurance information? So, there is a local bakery that just they have like the greatest cupcakes and uh, cakes and different things so we were thinking a ten dollar gift card would buy you a few cupcakes to really enjoy first 10 people that email jessica at cfsig.net or who call her at 882-3781 and we are dealing with south carolina residents only so you don't even necessarily have to uh, be that close to us, but you do have to be in South Carolina. Um, we will, uh, if, if Jessica is able to give you a um, comparison uh, insurance quote, or even just talk to you about some of the holes that you may or may not have on your policy, we will be glad to give you a $10 gift certificate to uh, the Walnut Street Bakery. And we believe in supporting local businesses and they're a great small business in downtown Seneca. So we'd be happy to um, help them out as I'm sure that their revenue, just like every other uh, food service business has suffered during this um, COVID, uh, COVID crisis. So, well, good. Well, uh, Jessica, we enjoyed having you on. And I know that the, the day after the tornado, you said that it was a really emotional day because it is, it is hard to deal with just your friends and neighbors seeing uh, a lot of damage and, and just suffering financially after something like that. So we're glad for all of the good work that you've done and um, for, the, for the compassion that you've shown to clients. And um, we look forward to having you on uh, next month to talk about the general basics and ins and outs of auto insurance. Thank so. you, Dave. All righty. Good deal. Well, thank you. So if you'd like to talk with agency manager Jessica Owens about your insurance, give her an email, jessica at cfsig.net. That's jessica at cfsig.net. Or you can call her direct extension at 864-882-2024. We hope that you are blessed and we do ask that you like and subscribe to this episode on the platform where you're listening. Thank you and we'll see you next week.